1: Hello and welcome to another episode of Attacking Third, a CBS Sports Soccer Podcast. I'm Sandra Herrera, lead NWSL writer for CBS Sports. Joined today, as always, by my colleague and co-host Lisa Roman, broadcaster and analyst for CBS Sports. On today's episode, we've got a weekend recap in NWSL Playoff picture, almost fully in view, but not quite yet. And we're joining you, believe it or not, live from LA from our respective hotel rooms. It's a a life of luxury that we live, Lisa and I, for sure. Uh, Listen, we need to Uh, Get through so much, and that includes uh, an incredible time out here uh, witnessing Angel City's inaugural season, their final regular season home game. But before we get into everything, a quick reminder to watch all of our Attacking Third episodes, previews, recaps, and interviews on YouTube. Subscribe to our page to get notified whenever we go live, youtube.com slash attacking third. Lisa, I'm so excited we're back together. We're reunited. We reunited in person. Isn't that wild? We came to LA and we reunited. I
0: know, especially like I was going on vacation for a little bit and not only do I get to jump on a podcast with you, but I got to embrace you in a hug earlier today. Oh, yeah. It was fantastic. I loved how um it, during our intro, as always you say, and joined as always by my colleague and co-host, but you know, not always. Laura Lindsay was here. She she stepped in seamlessly. She, she held the fort down for everyone, um, as you did as well. I missed you all. I had some good adventures, but, man, I missed way too much soccer. And I am <laughs> so glad to be back because so much has happened. So much has happened. We have teams that have clinched
1: the playoffs. So much. we have
0: moving parts all over the place. We still have one more regular season weekend in the NWSL. And so many things are still yet to be determined in that final weekend because not everything was finished out this weekend. Um, The the moving parts are just insane. It wouldn't be an NWSL season without all of the chaos, without all of (laughs) the moving parts and, and spoilers and teams playing wrecking ball. And I am living for it. And as you mentioned, we're both in L.A., separate hotels right now, separate (laughs) hotel rooms. Uh, So if the Wi-Fi comes in and out, everyone, don't blame us. But we're still going live. We're still talking about it because we couldn't let a Sunday night go by without going live and talking about everything that's happened. But I just missed it too much. I had to be here.
1: It's also just like like really fresh in our mind. And like we're ready to talk about it now instead of just sort of, letting it, you know, right, re- like sit and marinate with us. And then have to chat wow. about it. You said, let's, let's do this. Uh, l- let's do this now. Let's knock it out now. But you're absolutely correct. You, you were gone. You, you were on a much needed vacation. You needed some time away. Gallivanting
0: and around. With
1: this is friend. also, this is also a, um, uh, you know, our, our advertisement for, you know, take the time that you are given yes. uh, if you are someone that has some of that, uh, that PTO or otherwise definitely take it when you, when you need to take it. But um, actually it was so funny when you were leaving, cause we were both like, everything's going to happen uh-huh. <laughs> when you leave. Uh-huh. Cause that's how it always happens. Yeah. Uh, it's like, so you're going to come back and you're going to have to get caught up in all this stuff. And it was funny I kind mean, of walking you through it. Luckily,
0: there's this great podcast called Attacking Third
1: that filled me in on everything that was happening while I was gone, so uh,
0: I just listened, honestly, to you and Lori, and I was like, this is great. I'm all caught up. Let's go.
1: <laughs> oh, my goodness. I just, like, let's let's get you caught up. Let's get everybody, uh, you know, caught up. Shout out to everyone joining us on the live uh, today. Again, it's, it's not so maybe late for us since we're on the West Coast, but I would imagine folks who are joining us from you know central or east coast this is a little uh, later for you sunday scaries uh going on right now real sunday scary vibes but we're going to get through it together let's let's just jump right in let's just jump right into the chaos that is what was now the final two uh, match weekends of NWSL, now one has been put away and there's going to be one final regular season match week for all of the clubs. But uh, let's start with Saturday. There was a pair of um, games that took place, double doubleheader uh, between North Carolina Courage and New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC. North Carolina Courage, the winners in that one. Davinia recording a hat-trick 3-0, taking all three points. And then the other side was Houston Dash versus O.L. Rain. The Rain coming out the victors in that one. 2-0 in that one. A couple of uh, – maybe one blowout, maybe one a little bit more narrow. I think 2-0 uh-huh. is a little bit more respectable, right? But let's talk about these kind of holistically because we've got a lot to, to get through. Let's maybe with North Carolina, some of the uh, key – Uh, Takeaways there, kind of the bright spots. Dabina just grabbing the courage and saying, "Come on, come on, North Carolina, let's go."
0: That's literally it. It was the Dabina show, and North Carolina needed this win. And the three points definitely helps them in the goal differentials when it comes down to standings, their place in the standings and and staying above that playoff line. But yeah, it's the Dabina show. This is this is what happens when Lisa goes on vacation. Dabina just goes off. She <laughs> it, it just dominates not only North Carolina, but the league in and of itself, notching so many goals. Uh, this was a, a fantastic game um to to watch Dabina go off the way that she did, and and Gotham really struggling defensively they they've just continued to break losing streak yeah. records which is sad to see but at this point it's got to be hey let's look till next year I mean one game left for them in this season look to next year how can they build how can they establish a foundation um and the players there need to look at themselves look in the mirror and kind of say like okay what do we want out of next season because this year yeah. is done
1: yeah 100 percent I mean just uh you know remind folks, maybe give you some insight. I know you were watching us while you were uh, away, but uh, I believe when Lori and I were trying to preview this a little bit, we were saying how North Carolina is sort of this team right now It's kind of scary to go up against at this moment. They're definitely a team that's peaking at the right time uh, in, in this season. And then you've got you know, the Gotham side, you just hit it on the head. It's like they kind of know their end game. It's like you want to sort of end out on mm-hmm. strong finishes. And they had been carrying a couple of like very narrow score lines, you know, along the way. A lot of, you know, a few, a few one zero kind of losses here for for Gotham and, and, and Laurie and I were both kind of curious if maybe this they were going to give North Carolina some fits in this one. But it's hard to imagine that. The courage actually could have had a few more, uh, Yeah. but they definitely the courage keeping up their part of the bargain and making sure that the final stretch of the regular season is not going to be without chaos, without some nerves. Right. And then you on the other side of that, we talking about the Dash and, and Noel Rain. this was a game that on the preview portion of this. Lori and I were chatting a bit about how there were gonna, all of the games are gonna have in some level some type of uh, you know, playoff scenario where they're gonna go very, very intense. But mm-hmm. there were some more than others that we felt were gonna really retreat have that playoff vibe. And I really think Houston, and whole rain was a part of it. The rain came out on top on this one with two goals one from Boston and then one from Leicester.
0: Yeah, I mean, this match was a bit of a toss-up, I think, in terms of heading into it, how these teams were going to play out between Houston and O.L. Reign. And then as the availability reports come out and and Houston realizes that they don't have Ebony Ebony she's on COVID protocol, um, they're they're missing some key players in in what they can do. And for O.L. Reign, I mean... I think you and Lori talked about this, saying that there's just this mindset that Laura Harvey has coming back into this, this winning mindset that O.L. Reign wants to win out. They are in this to win an NWSL championship, get the shield if they can, uh, go on and power through. And I think that's what we saw from this O.L. Reign side. I mean, it was a bit uh, back and forth, though, because Houston put pressure on, right? They They had a lot of shots in this one. They actually outshot OL Reign seventeen to eight in this match. But Balser gets on the board first, and then Latko gets the insurance uh, towards the end of this game. Which I think to see a goal, a goal a half for OL Reign is good to see them close out this game. There was definitely a lot of positives to come uh, from Laura Harvey's side as they they end this stretch um, at, at the final days of the season and continue to stay at the top of the standings because they want to be number one. They want to get a first round bye. they want to host, they want to be the shield winners. Um, and I, I think the convincing win from them is a step in the right direction.
1: All rain. One of the other teams to finally uh, clinch their spot in the playoffs, right? Coming into this weekend was a little different. was Now we've got the rain. With this win, so I was I was very curious what was going to come out of this weekend if we were going to get some more teams kind of joining the thorn. And at first, I wasn't too sure if we we're going to see it, but the rain absolutely coming through on their end with this two-zero win over the dad. We got to get into Sunday, Lisa. We got to get into Sunday because we had a quadruple header of NFL matches. Okay. And we got a couple of teams clinching more playoff spots. But here are some things that are in place: the NWSL Shield, okay, and the number one and number two seed are still yeah. up for grabs. What a Sunday!
0: Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's insane because how, how this Sunday played out, I know you ran through all the games earlier, but Portland, Chicago played Kansas city, Washington, San Diego, Orlando, and then angel city racing. And there was a lot on the line heading into this because teams could have clinched teams could have secured a top three spot, a top two spot. You look at a team like San Diego heading into this weekend, they could have secured a top three spot. And as an expansion side, that is massive, but it, it, I mean, the chaos does not stop because Portland ends up winning 3-0 over Chicago Red Stars. Um, they clinch to be the top, so they have clinched. Kansas City also clinches in their 3-0 win over Washington Spirit. And San Diego ends up clinching with a tie to Orlando. That was a 2-2 tie in which Orlando went up two goals in in a team that was going to play spoiler to this San Diego side. Um, and then Angel City Racing Louisville, Angel City, a team that needed this win over Racing Louisville to uh, continue to get into the playoff spot. Now, they're not out yet, but there are so many more moving factors and pieces that come into it. And And as a team, as a former player, as a team in this, you want to control your own destiny. You want to say win. And we're in win, and we're in. And that is not the case. Now, when you look at a team like angel city, because they lost two to one to Racing Louisville oh. on this Sunday evening. <laughs> I like your deep breath. that's how I feel as well.
1: I just, cause <laughs> look, I started this episode a certain kind of way. And I said, we're here. We're in LA. And it just was like the nerves that I felt in watching this game kind of come to life. I was like, Oh, you know, it, it's not uh, it's not helpful for Angel City right now to have dropped points, uh, not even at home just at home, but it's just like in mm-hmm. general, you only have two games remaining. and um, It's just tough. It's just tough to, to, to see that happen. Um, now they're a team that need other things to happen outside of just needing to win out. They need a lot of other things around them to happen as well. And they went up. That's the thing. In this Angel City-Louisville match, Angel City scored
0: first. They got on the board. It was a shot from June Endo. It gets re by Savannah McCaskill. So she ends up getting awarded with the goal. But then Racing Louisville gets back into it. They end up winning a PK. Alex Chidiak finishes that one for Racing Louisville. It's then tied 1-1. And at the final seconds of this match, the final minute or so, um, Racing Louisville ends up getting another one, the third one, the bit of an insurance one, and they end up winning 3-1. I mean, how how does that come down to it when a team – I mean, this is – I love the chaos. I honestly love it. So as you mentioned, Angel City now needs to, uh, I don't know, talk to some other teams, get some things figured (laughs) out because – um, as they go into next weekend against a Chicago Red Stars team that has two players that received red cards in their match against Portland. So now they're playing down players. It's the moving parts are just all over the place, all over the place for this team.
1: I um, I, We're back, Lisa. The cough is still there. Sorry, pal. I know. I'm sorry. It happens. If, if, it's, if it's not your cough, it's my mic. And that's what happens on the road. That's what we gotta deal with right now. The two of us, you and I. But you know what? Let's talk about the other caliph. San Diego, Orlando Pride. We uh we we were watching two things at once. We were watching Angel City, okay? And we were like amped. We were like, yo, they went up first. What a time. But on the other side of that, we were keeping an eye on Orlando Pride and San Diego because it's like Orlando also got the memo and they were like, you know what? We should try to maybe spoil some things here for the other California team. And the wave went down in this match and they were down for a little bit to zero before making a comeback right around the 70th minute to, well, eventually make sure that they were also the other team that went and clinched uh, a playoff spot uh, this weekend. So going down to zero finally able to level things out to, to, uh, Corniac getting, uh, uh excuse me, uh, Doniac getting the equalizer and then Corniac with the go ahead, a uh, scary moment there with, uh, with Corniac also kind of look like a, like an ankle issue or lower, lower leg issue. Uh, hopefully everything's okay. on uh, net, but, uh, San Diego. Uh,
0: yeah, San Diego. I mean, I-, I think that's huge and expansion side, like, Securing a playoff spot in their inaugural season, a team that sat at the top of the standings for weeks this year, weeks sitting number one, um, and, and then over the last couple weeks, um, kind of plateauing a little bit into into a team that wasn't picking up points. They weren't playing consistently on the pitch. Uh, now they they head into this weekend and. Um, you and I were together at the Angel City game while the San Diego Pride game was happening. And we were watching on, I was watching on my phone, hold up Paramount Plus. (laughs) Um, We were following along on Twitter. We were following along the updates. And Orlando going up two goals. um, We looked at each other, Sandra. We were like, what's happening here? Like, this is (laughs) is great. Like, Seb Hines for Orlando, like, playing uh, with this team, coaching them to be this team that that does so many things well but then they can't close out a game and they can't manage a game i mean maggie doherty howard getting the opening goal i mean th- that's that's predictable that's what orlando wants to see gunny yawn's daughter a player that hasn't been getting a lot of consistent minutes with orlando she ends up getting the second one for for the pride um but then they, they can't close out and san diego ends up notching two, as you mentioned um and and they clinch this spot but they don't know their position yet they could have clinched a top 3 spot with a win over orlando and a few other things going their way but because the the wave did not do that they've just clinched so uh if they host hey that is still to be determined because the the order is very undetermined considering um the points right now and where this all plays out it definitely comes down to the final weekend
1: i was a little bit i was a little bit curious if things were going to play out that way, you know, because we had the pride earlier, not too long ago, hand San Diego a defeat. They were going on a bit of, a, of an undefeated streak of their own, and I was wondering if maybe they were going to go 2-0 and for the regular season to kind mm-hmm. of, like, take the whole series from San Diego, but that wasn't the case. Um, but, but I don't know. Uh, I don't know what that says about San Diego right now. At this point in the regular season, to struggle on the road against an eliminated team, right? An mm-hmm. Orlando Pride team that has been struggling themselves um, the majority of the season, and um, while we're talking about teams that are, you know, kind of peaking at the right time, are San Diego plateauing at the wrong time? You know, yeah. uh, those are the yeah. concerns that I think I'm I'm having about this team uh, right now. as we sort of look ahead to to the playoffs, because, like I said, something that's not actually uh, you know, something that's not clinched yet, something that's still at stake is both those semifinal spots and the NWSL shield. Yes. So while there are teams that have clinched their positions, uh, there's still some things at play. And Kansas city is another one of those teams that also could say, Hey, we're into, and listen, we gotta, we gotta show some love to, to Kansas city's way here because talk about a turnaround, man, you know, like massive. This is, this was a team that was mainly in last place last year and have, gone on a, a, a near-complete turnaround here, um, and they've clinched a spot in the 2022 NWSL playoffs. Amazing. It, that's huge. That is so huge for a team
0: that um, had a losing record last year. Ended up playing, spoiler, towards the end of the 2021 season, but they come out and, and they don't only clinch. A playoff position, but they have a very convincing win over Washington Spirit with three goals. Uh, Lola Bonta opening the scoring for the current in the 18th minute, and Kaiser gets on the board. Claire Lavoge gets on the board as well. A bit of an insurance goal, all in the first half. So it was three nil at halftime for this Kansas City side. Of course, they brought the the fire and the celebrations. Lola Bonta giving a little put put uh, <laughs> after she scored her dagger of a goal. But I mean. I think that to watch Kansas City play this year is so different than watching any other team because they're playing with such freedom and they have so much fun and they're winning on top of that. They've got this undefeated streak. They they continue to to power through second year in the league and they end up clinching a playoff spot. I mean, it's not as impressive to me, I don't think, as San Diego doing that, but it's still incredibly, incredibly impressive. And this is a team that could finish in the top, uh, they could they could win out next weekend and end up winning the shield.
1: <laughs> I I love that. Well, let's let's look ahead a little bit. You know that we talked about the teams that have clinched and, and and the teams that still need to do some work and need miracles. Quite frankly, at this point, to sort of um, aid them in in a push for for a spot in the upper half of the table. Uh, when we're talking about the standings coming out of this weekend the things that were stay looking ahead a, just a little bit to to next weekend portland thorns are still in first place after the results taking place this weekend they're at number 1 with 38 points at number 2 is ol rain in second place with 37 points kansas city current in third place with 36 points San Diego Wave FC in fourth place with 35 points. Houston Dash in fifth place with 33 points. And North Carolina Courage, it's official, have made the leap into the upper half of the table. Into playoff position with the sixth and final playoff spot at the moment with 31 points. Let's take a look at those on the outside looking in. In seventh place, it's Chicago Red Stars with 30 points. Angel City FC in eighth place with 29 points, officially eliminated from contention. Orlando Pride in ninth place with 22 points. Tenth place, Racing Louisville FC with 20 points. And 11th place, Washington Spirit with 19 points. And in 12th place, New Jersey, New York, Gotham FC with 12 points. So still some things to be determined in the final match week of nwsl there's still going to be some small decision day scenarios going on next week and i'm sure we'll we'll dive into those more when we uh, actually do our preview episode of the nwsl matches in front of us but something else that happened while you were gone lisa women's super league got kicked off
0: it sure did i can't believe it I, i missed the opening weekend but don't worry uh there's a whole season ahead of us. I'm thrilled for it. I loved listening to, to your picks, you and, and Lori.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs> stinkers. We chose some stinkers there. Jeez. Jeez. It was like uh, – it, it's like if, if NWC is already going to be chaotic, it's like, you know, every, everyone else needs to join in on, on the fun, too. Yeah, we were, I think, over for, for 2 in the two picks that we made because we took a, a little bit of a deeper dive on, on the games that were – going to be featuring on Paramount Plus, right, Mm -hmm. or CBS Sports Network. So uh, similarly, into this weekend, uh, we had Chelsea FC versus Manchester City and Liverpool versus Everton on Paramount Plus. Arsenal defeated Tottenham 4-0. I believe that was on CBS Sports Network. It was a wild, wild time. A uh, couple blowouts, right? But I think uh, the one pick that we got correct here, I believe, was Chelsea going up against Manchester City. Hard to believe that Manchester City starting off their Women's Super League with a uh, you know two game hole right now. So they're they're all in two to sort of start their their season. And uh, Liverpool unable to sort of capitalize on the momentum that they uh, you know could have built for themselves coming out of that. Uh, debut weekend against Chelsea with that massive upset but uh Everton being into the mix and handing them three goals and a loss uh interesting interesting scenarios happening in the women's super league it's a it's a fun start i'll say it's a very it, it very is
0: it is a fun start i mean when you look at as you mentioned Chelsea over man city like that 2-0 scoreline is maybe not as as surprising but this early in the season um, I am surprised that Man City didn't at least get on the board. I think that's also, like, when you look across uh, this slate of games, five out of the six uh, were shutouts for some of these teams. So, like, defensively, I think that says something a little bit, but I, I think it's it's still pretty early in this year to kind of see oh, yeah. um, how things all shake out for these sides. But I think, I think we'll see a change in Man City coming um, a-, a little bit more evened out, understanding player personnel, understanding the system that they're playing in and, and how they're going moving forward. And, I mean, Chelsea's no easy task to play against for City. Um, and and Chelsea handing them two, not too bad, but the fact that this is now, Man City's now 0-2, that, that's that's a different look for them heading into Week 3, for sure. I
1: don't know. I don't know if we're going to see something different from Manchester City. We'll see what Garrett Taylor has yeah. up his sleeve uh got to make some adjustments uh you know you don't want to you don't want to make this a habit for sure that's oh. not something that you want to uh, get into even if it is early in the season but uh, it's been a, it's been a ride it's been a whirlwind Like least when we get back together we're going to be talking about the end of the regular season for NWSL Adorn, we still like-
0: have midweek games there's still
1: a midweek <sighs> look the finish line is so close. It's so close. I just can't believe it. I just sort of feel like we just started uh, the, the regular season. It's wild, and maybe I'm in my feelings a little bit because we had a massive time here in LA. We just want to shout out Angel City for hosting us. Uh, Lisa, what were some of your favorite spots of uh, hanging out today?
0: Um, I really liked getting to interact with some of the Angel City fans, uh, talking with them, understanding what they enjoyed most about the year. Uh, we got to do a couple cool interviews as well. So I'm going to shout out that as well. Um, oh, yeah. Julie Erman, the, the president and co-founder of Angel City. We've spoken with her a number of times before, whether it's uh, the first time we were in LA or casually off mic. And she just is very passionate about what Angel City is building here in Los Angeles. And I think Like, her passion and her energy is infectious to me. And then when you couple that with a conversation with Julie Foudy, you're, like, buzzing all over the place. Like, it makes me want to go start an organization start a club be part of something <laughs> because they're just so passionate about it and proud of what they've done as they Dude. should be and it, it inspires me a little bit this is like super cheesy but uh, that's how I was feeling after those conversations and having that live interview with both of them uh we also got to talk to Kristen press we had her on the show which is pretty fantastic um she was chatting about her new collaboration with her clothing company re and Angel City um, how how she's creating this great line of, of clothing and we chatted with her about them shout out to to Kristen Press and Angel City um, for letting us in on all that there was to be had today at the Angel City Fan Fest for their final home match what about you Sandra anything stand out today besides uh, the blaring LA sun
1: <laughs> yeah I love that Um, I love that every, everyone that we talked to whether it was President Irwin, or uh, Julie Filey, Kristen Press, um, you know Vettel, or and Emily, the, the Angel City supporters. Mm-hmm. Everyone had a, a a common thread within some of their responses when we were asking them questions, um, and just being so happy with what they built. Um, it's it really is something to witness, and being able to. Um, even just have the smallest role in that like you and I being able to go out there a couple times now and uh, do attacking third events with them um, and just being able to witness all that up front and in person it really is um, uh, something to take in and I'm just uh, grateful that we got to uh, to be a part of it a little bit in this inaugural season for them so thank you to Angel City um, shout out to everyone joining us uh, tonight. we appreciate your time with us as always. Uh, thanks so much for listening to Attacking Third. Download, follow, and listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. You can subscribe to us on YouTube to know whenever we will go live. And Lisa and I will be back soon with even more soccer coverage for you all. First we got to get that- home first. We got to get home <laughs> first
0: before we do
1: another one. <laughs> we're, we're, we're tired. We're, we're, we're getting through it. it. But uh, for Sandra Roda and Lisa Roman, this was Attacking Third.